Hi there, listener. You're about to experience Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games, and there will be plenty of game talk, but also copious amounts of crude, off-color, offensive, and immature speech. So if you are of a rather sensitive humor constitution, we're just letting you know what you're in for with this show. It has games. It has jokes. You know, just games and jokes. Take the games, take the jokes, and have a good time. Hello, Internet. Welcome to another Tadpog podcast. Oh, man, it's a show. It's a show that happens twice a week. We're two old guys playing some old games. You okay? I'm good. I'm good. You just feeling sultry or? Just feeling, yeah. You sound kind of down. Sultry. I've been sick, congested. Mm. Hasn't been fun. I just had a an early rising baby. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. That baby, they're like, oh, the sun's up. Yeah, let's get up then. Time to do yeah. it. Yeah. Does she wake up in a good mood typically? Typically, yeah. Yeah, that's good. And she'll be good. Well, typically, otherwise, when she hasn't had enough sleep, but still wants to be up anyway. Mm-hmm. And then, then after that first nap, then she's good. Yeah, learning that a baby will get up regardless of when it went to sleep. Like, it, like, because Henry will wake up like at seven regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, if he has a long night and goes to bed like super late, like 11 o'clock, doesn't matter. He's still up at seven. Yeah. And yeah, it totally messes up his whole day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was baby talk. Yeah. <laughs> baby baby talk with two old dads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this week. Because my brother has been trying to rebuild his Super Nintendo collection. He had he had quite a large collection at one point in time, but he sold it to pay for his wedding. And then now he is rebuilding it. And one game that he was just going through eBay and just finding whatever obscure, cheap Super Nintendo games he could find. And he found this one and told me about it. And I was like, huh, that looks semi-interesting. Yeah, so what is it? What game is it? It's called Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch. Okay. Um, I'm waiting to play some game and then try to do some research on YouTube and then be like, oh, no one's played it. Like, I thought this one. Not a lot of hits, mm-hmm. but it had some. Yeah. Um, if you are a streamer of mm-hmm. retro games <laughs> and you want to tap uh, a market that hasn't yet to be <laughs> tapped, may I, might I suggest... Out to lunch. Mm-hmm. There aren't many videos for out to lunch. <laughs> nope. Because um, I looked as well because for a very specific reason, I was trying to answer a question um, when I was playing the game. And when I went to to look to see if I could have my question answered, I was like, no, it does not look like I'm going to – like I cannot rely on YouTube to uh, to bail me out of this one. So I'm just going to have to go to GameFAQs. No, there is not a game facts for this game. <laughs> so I guess there is no way to continue. That was my question. Can uh, I continue in this game? Mm. I still don't know the answer to it. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess not. If there's a way, I don't know how to do it. Because I've seen plenty of one-ups, but no continues. There is, you can enter your name into the, uh, like on the menu screen. Mm-hmm. There's an option to enter your name. And I don't know if that allows you to like pick up where you left off on another playthrough or what? Yeah. I wasn't able to get it to work, but it seems like that would be the only reason you'd be able to put your name in. 
There's like there's a high scoreboard too, right? There is the yeah. Hot Chefs board. The Hot Chefs titled, board, yeah. Hot Chefs with Lichard. Lichard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see. Before all that, I'm your bearded host Tyler, and I got a letter. We do. I am your bespectacled host Dave, and I am going to let Tyler read this letter. Okay. <laughs> Since I, I butchered the last letter that our uh, listener from Evansville sent. We still have Zach's mystery MRE, but Dave and I both, we just... We don't want to eat it. We just don't want to eat it. We don't, we don't want to do it. <laughs> we already did an MRE. Like, we just did an MRE. We shouldn't do... We're not MRE cast. Yeah. So I am uh, kind of anxious about this letter because I feel like I... May or may not have made some comments last time uh, that our listener from Evansville sent us a letter. So I feel as if I'm about to be reprimanded. Well, let's see. All right. Single sheet of paper. All right. Mm. If, this is a, if this is a letter of listener resignation, um, I might not be able to handle it. I do not think it is. Okay. All right. There <clears throat> we go. Let me get a bottle. Give, give in this shit. Yeah. Give it to a sexy. Fucking Tadpog. Oh, because I guess in the in the vein of what he was going throwing at us last time. All right, here we go. Last night, as I was watching the latest episode of Game of Thrones, Father's mistress called to tell me to expect an envelope from Father's lawyer. She instructed that it would be hand delivered within the hour. J- mm, spoiler. Oh, no. Not going to read that. Not going to read that. Just as something happened. Just as something happened. <laughs> that was obvious. It was obvious it was going to happen, granted, but just as something happened. Upon opening, blah, 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 blah I received a knock on my door <laughs> on the entrance of my domicile. Upon opening, an amicable fellow in a uniform entered to me to sign here and handed me a package. I unsealed the envelope and found a missive from Father's lawyer. It stated, I regret to inform you that your father has been arrested on the charge of buying and selling a security in breach of a fiduciary duty or the relationship <laughs> of trust and confidence while in possession of material non-public information about the security. Your father has been incarcerated and is currently being held without bail. That's a real problem. We've all been in, I'm yeah, sure. God knows. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what I went to jail that one time for. That's a so real that's sticky fine. situation. <laughs> That certainly sounded serious. Perhaps next weekend I would give Mother a call and ask if there was some small gesture I could make that would perhaps cheer Father up in his time of need. I am nothing if not an attentive son. The next paragraph, however, chilled me to my very marrow. All of your father's funds have been frozen by the SEC and the IRS. These funds include monies managed by your father, but held in trust for you. My trust fund! (laughs) How dare the SEC and the IRS... Bureaucratic homes to people with no ambition seize my trust fund. How can I be expected to live on an annual salary of one hundred thousand sixteen one hundred sixteen thousand dollars three one hundred sixteen thousand three hundred and ninety dollars? I I ain't used to reading some a salary that many that many numbers. <laughs> what? So, I, I, I write. Sorry, I, I don't know how to say that many numbers. Well, let me get back in character here. Supplemented by uh, by the two thousand monthly stipend, my grandmother Lodge sends me based sends me behind my grandfather's back. Question mark. I think that was unintended. The only saving grace is that the NBA playoffs will be over in June, and that would greatly reduce the amount I must budget for my for Big Ski, my bookie. 
I arrived at work this morning, despondent and melancholy. I felt that my life, always so charmed, could not sink any lower. That is when I was summoned for a meeting with Mr. Sullivan, the HR director. HR director John Sullivan. John. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good podcast for an HR director to listen to. <laughs> he informed me that Samir had filed a complaint against me, accusing me of harassing harassing behavior. Samir, again? Mm-hmm. And of exposing my genitals in a provocative <laughs> manner. I could not have been more stunned if you had slapped me in the face with a lacrosse stick. <laughs> Mr. Sullivan stated that I was to be suspended without pay until a hearing could be held. If it is determined that my behavior has been deviant, then I shall be terminated. This is a situation where I desperately miss Father. He always knew just he always knew just the people to handi- handle any situation. I also remember the time at Duke when the Waffle House waitress accused me of rape. <laughs> I was understandably concerned, but Father said, Son, stop bothering me and make an appointment with Lavoy. I saw that episode of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> and where Rory was accused of rape. <laughs> this is the kind of help I need right now. Instead, I only have your advice as a guide. I thought back to sage wisdom you had imparted during this surid, uh, during this sordid Samir episode, and I finally understand what you've been trying to tell me all along. I knew that Samir must die. <laughs> I entered his apartment, hit him in the head with my stiletto T-bone T-bill 15 titanium hammer, <laughs> and sp- and spread meat by meat meat and meat byproducts from the local farmers market around. Then I painted a logo for vegan <laughs> vegan anarchism on his walls. <laughs> that should surely throw the authorities off my scent and send them on a radical vegan goose chase. Laugh out loud. <laughs> What is vegan goose anyway, Tyler? Uh, a vegan goose chase. It's got to just be to- tofu. Tofu Because tofurky is tofu. So Tofus. tofus. <laughs> Thank you both for being friends and subtly hinting at the only solution to my Samir problem. You've been my rock, and if things go south with the authorities, I will surely keep your involvement to a minimum. Signed, Triumphant. Thank you. Thank you, Triumphant mm-hmm. in Evansville. I hope everything works out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That sounds like one way. One way to, I don't know how it's going to solve the problem mm-hmm. with your dad. And that's totally not what we were hinting at. No. Not at all. No. No, we don't support these actions. Mm-mm. I don't, personally. Mm, no. 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 I mean, if you pick that up on your own, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I do, I think... It would have been best had you had you said that Samir was coming on to you, that he asked you to see his genitals, that he wanted to see your genitals. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what I always do. Yeah. Oh, you always ask to see people's genitals? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that's how you get out of it. That's Because we'll get into it, I'll pull up my dick, and then when someone asks me, be like, they asked me, they asked me to see it. They said yeah. they wanted to see it. It's like, how does it line up with that amiibo? And I had to show it to them. <laughs> Then I show them the amiibo, and they're like, huh, is it? And I'm like, no, no. We were arguing over which was the superior game, Chrono Trigger or Earthbound, I, so I had to pull out my penis. <laughs> and my uh, elementary teacher understood. <laughs> I did have to go home the rest of the evening, but. Well, I like that American Psycho-esque letter. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. What pretty did good. it smell like? Did you sniff it? Hmm. Yeah, no white privilege. Yeah, it smells like white privilege. White privilege. Yeah. Yeah. 
Huh, interesting. <laughs> I would have guessed. Yeah. So, so you think triumphant is white is what you're saying? What? Uh, yeah, mm, probably. Probably? Probably. Well, I don't understand. We'll give you that idea. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> what can you say that's not incredibly racist at this moment? Because now I'm, trying to, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of that uh, the Michael Scott joke. Close your eyes. Imagine. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> was he black? Racist. <laughs> he was actually it's actually a white uh, a Jewish mother. <laughs> You're racist. Uh, I have a few things I want to talk about. Please. I want to let you know that Adam Levine fan club. It's oh, doing fine. Yeah. Uh, it's doing good. Um, we've got Doppelganger Cody is in there now. Um, oh, shit. We got uh, Kyle Collins from Experience Grind Podcast. We've got Brandon Cates, who I mentioned, mm-hmm, who I apologize mm-hmm. to for not mm-hmm. joining uh, Cactar. We've got, I think, a few other people from uh, the Gamers Legion uh, Facebook page. So, yeah, it's growing. We're still yeah. pretty dead. We're still pretty dead, <laughs> but it's growing. Well, Drew, I know Drew Rowan is playing right now. Because it popped up in my Steam feed. I think he's avoiding me. I think he's like, he knows that I'm recording right now. So he's like, okay, Dave will definitely not log in. True. So I'm going to get in True. right now. Because I haven't seen him um, recently. But then again, he probably goes to bed at like a respectable <laughs> hour. He probably didn't record a podcast until 1.30 in the morning and then play Final Fantasy <sighs> for an hour. I wish my internet was better back here. I would try to Facebook, FaceTime Drew right now. <laughs> Answer for your answer for your, <laughs> your Drew Drew, give me your phone number so I can call you at times like yeah, this. We do need that. Be cool like feel Phil feel. Be, <laughs> be cool like feel. So um if anyone else wants to join us, we are on I think you pronounce it Coral. C-O-E-U-R-L. I like Quer. 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 Coral. It's a made up it's a made up name for a made up monster in a made up video. <laughs> so you're trying to tell me the queers are yeah. real. So your fucking guess is as good as mine. <laughs> uh, I also want to, we I forgot to mention this, and I was really uh, feeling bad about it. I want to give a shout out to Dallas, uh, yeah. who uh, bought us each a beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was I, this was our first, at least my first encounter um, with somebody recognizing us from the show. Yeah, because I was sitting, because... Uh, Saint Zach came into town. Mm-hmm. I was we met at a, a local brewery, and I was I was sitting there by myself, and suddenly somebody just walks up. Hey, are you Tyler? And I was like, oh, I, I assume like, oh, is the rest is everybody here? Or <laughs> he's like, no, 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 I'm Dallas. Love your show. Let me buy you a beer. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> holy shit. I told my dad that. My dad was like, really? <laughs> Are you serious? Well, that's why I was like so glad that Nikki was there because I was like, she wouldn't fucking believe this uh, yeah. if I came home and I was like, hey, guess what happened? <laughs> uh, but after you'd left, he came up and he was like, hey, Dave. I was like, yeah. And he introduced himself as Dallas. We shook hands and I was probably um, more starstruck than he was <laughs> because I was like, you recognize me? Oh my goodness. This is amazing. Please. Tell me more. Um, so, yeah, that was really nice mm-hmm. and un- completely unexpected. So yeah. thank you very much for that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was good. Made, made our days. It, it really, it really, really did. I mean, seeing Zach was nice, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we see Zach at least every year. <laughs> yeah, we see Zach like once a year. So uh, I also, I haven't shared this information with you yet, Tyler, mm-hmm. but I want to give a shout out to 
former master of coin, uh, star getter, Ryan Edwards, who, uh, Ryan Walters. Ryan, Ryan Walters. Why did I say Ryan well, Edwards? You, you fused Josh Edwards and Ryan Walters. No, I, I know it. a Ryan Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why I did that. Freud and Slip, you just miss him. Wh- whoever that guy is. I haven't seen him in a long time. And I, and <laughs> we, got, I, we got to track him down now. <laughs> I do miss like him. Like God, God sent a memory angel to intervene. I, so we have to, we have to talk now. I do miss him. Now I feel awful because I've ruined a perfectly good shout out to Ryan Walters. Holy shit. <laughs> Um, Ryan, I'm so sorry. I do I do know your last name, believe it or not. I just miss Ryan Edwards, you gotta understand. <laughs> uh Ryan tweeted uh Kyle Seeley, um oh. the creator of Emily is Away. Mm-hmm. Uh and and the creator of the game said, I'm listening right now. He said, Thanks for the tip, I'm listening right now. So he gets to listen to us try to figure out how to do an MRE for 20, 20 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, he'll listen to half of one episode, and then we'll never hear ever again. Yeah. So, I mean, if anything shines a big old nasty spotlight on the fact that what we do is uh, pretty damn ridiculous, <laughs> it's when I think about it, the actual game developer like looking for actual feedback on a game that he's probably put a lot of time and effort into. And instead, here are two guys... Uh, <laughs> Read off the calorie contents Just all, of MRE. I'll thumb our way through preparing an MRE for yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. And hearing the, the crisp audio of, uh-huh. of a hydrogen boiling MRE. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, he got to hear our, our great rock or something goofs. <laughs> <laughs> well, if for some reason he'd listen to it, then... And didn't wasn't immediately turned off, well, and we. Sh- I would love to try to do like an interview then about about that. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening, if you're still listening after um, that wonderful episode that we talked about your game on, yeah, let's do an interview. This this is how chicken shit we are. We won't ask you in person. We'll just ask you on a show. This is a test. If you're listening, if you're listening, you're in, Kyle. <laughs> you're in. Oh man. Do you hear that? Do you hear that, Dave? I do. I do. I do hear that. Oh, it's. I need you to describe it to me, though. It, it's the sound of two of two old guys cringing to themselves about how the the creator of a game heard their nonsense for twenty minutes before they actually got to the content that they were proud to try to get him to listen to. What does that sound like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at it this way. Probably not the first time it's happened. No. Well, it's probably the first time anybody's actually, someone has been tweeted to, has listened to the episode. That's probably the first time. Yeah. When I saw saw him tweet back to Ryan Walters uh, that he was listening now. I felt a little weird. I felt like, I felt like, uh, I felt like someone just pantsed me. Well, if he didn't like it, then we know that somehow Ryan Edwards is the solution to the situation. <laughs> we got to track down Ryan Edwards and ask, the, ask of his involvement. <laughs> Do you know how to rectify the situation? Yeah, I went to college. I was, uh, I was Emily, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was Emily the whole time. Because if you say Ryan Edwards really quickly, it sounds like Emily. Backwards in the mirror. <laughs> you summon Emily. You summon Emily. <laughs> I do hear that train... Tyler, which of course does usher in a segment that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. By the way, if anybody wants to tweet at the creator of Out to Lunch, 
love to get them on board. That would be cool. <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, he and the creator of, of Emily is away. We can we can double up. We can talk about how games have changed over the years. <laughs> okay, guys, out to lunch. Parentheses video game. Believe it or not, there are a lot of things called out to lunch. The full title of this game, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it is? Monogatari. <laughs> Um, Epsilon, Out to Lunch, Dogen Itsaru. Monogatari Epsilon is a game that I think <laughs> I think that I would play that. I also think <laughs> it's a better name than Out to Lunch. Uh, <laughs> the full name of this game, Tyler's Pierre Le Chef is Ellipses uh, Out to Lunch, uh, which communicates to me that they <laughs> anticipated this to be a series. Um, <laughs> It's and, a, okay, and I'm sorry, my laptop is making know, weird noises, so why, if you hear that boop, 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 it's yeah. just my laptop, like, protesting. Why is it singing to us? <laughs> it's it's sick of our shit. Can you mute that, or is that just a thing that's just gonna uh, happen? I could try. <laughs> this is the last, now our audio is completely gone. Because I think I've, I've never muted the speakers before, I think, while we're recording, so. Alright, well, if you can still hear us. Maybe, we'll see. Maybe Tyler's <laughs> laptop will stop singing to us. Uh, Pierre Lechef is... Out to Lunch is a video game that was released for the Game Boy and SNES in 1993 by Mindscape. Mindscape. It was then ported to the Amiga and the Amiga CD32 God, why did my fucked up head went to, like, Mindscape? Then I just thought of, like... Mind Freak. Mind Freak, and then to the D&D spell... Mind rape. Well, because yeah. all of all three of those have the word mind in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I solved it. They're all and they're all related to rape in some, <laughs> some way. Yeah, not well, one of them is. <laughs> mind freak. Yeah. And I'm sure he allegedly No, I'm not even not even gonna start. No, I'm gonna rabbit hole. No, all. tell it what Chris Angel do. Chris show, Angel, thank you. I couldn't think of his name, so I was like that mind freak yeah, kid. Show me on the doll where Chris Angel touched you. <laughs> Magically, it's not sexual. It's not sexual harassment if it came through the astral plane. So, well, that's what what my grandma always said. We'll see if that's proven court or not. (laughs) I touched her ethereally. I think the court can see. Oh well, case dismissed. (laughs) Bang bang. (laughs) Out to lunch is a side-scrolling platformer that revolves around a. a front chef who has to try to collect ingredients for his dishes by going to different countries to catch them as they have escaped. Um, I am going to go ahead and read the plot because that's all for the, the little intro. But I feel like the plot is, this is necessary. Pierre Le Chef is touring the world, preparing his dishes. Tyler, but his ingredients have escaped and he must capture them. Pierre must watch out for bacteria, insects, and his arch-rival, Le Chef Noir. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Noir, an evil chef jealous of Pierre's success, wants to ruin his career by releasing all of his gathered ingredients. I know how that shit goes. Did that happen to you at Sullivan? That happened to me at the Bethesda Country Club. Someone released all your ingredients? Someone would kept... I would prep for the evening... And they would take it and hide it from me in the middle of service. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so essentially they did. They released yeah. your ingredients. Exactly. <laughs> it was super shitty because we were up for the job. And whenever the executive chef said, I want to put you on the line, that guy said, okay. And I said, no, I came here for the lead line position. 
And he said, okay, that's what I needed to, you know, that's what I needed to hear. So then other guy hated me. Yeah. So, so he opened the cage that all, you know, keep it all your all, ingredients. All of my sentient cheeses uh-huh. and things like that. I, I dutifully jumped on or thrown pepper at and put into a sack. Uh huh. Okay. So out to lunch. Uh, this isn't, I don't think it's a bad game. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Um, I didn't finish it because it gets hard. It gets real fucking hard. Um, it is something of note. This is the first game starring a chef that we played since Burger Time. So okay, okay. Here's my theory. Okay. I'm glad you said Burger Time. Yeah. All right. So I think so. Modern day is like we're messing with GMOs and things like that in food. Uh-huh. So in the dystopian future that we're yes. setting ourselves up for, mm-hmm. the GMOs are what make the food sentient. And like so, a hundred, two hundred years in the future. That that is when burger time becomes real. Okay, but humans also shrink, right? In that time period. Well, I think like the food is sort of like Skynet; it just keeps building on itself. Like we always like chickens, like GMO chickens have like the enormous breasts where they're way too big to function as regular chickens, as things like that. So that's where we keep making our food bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay, okay. So, but what? Why do burgers get the biggest? Everybody loves everybody loves burgers, man. The, the, so that's what we the best. That's what we pump all our funds into. Yeah. Okay. Burger Burger Tech, but uh, and then but then out, tech. <laughs> <laughs> out to lunch is then a thousand years after Burger Time, where we've sort of domesticated the food, the GMO food, a little bit from Burger Time. It's not as deadly. Yeah. But when we're still in combat. With the food, we have to still hunt. We still have to hunt our food. Yeah, but th- things are getting better for the humans again in a thousand, you know, twelve hundred years from now in the out to lunch future. Oh, there's at least two humans in the out to lunch future. <laughs> yeah, so that's one more human than we see in than in Burger Time. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense to me. So I mean, so basically, Burger Time and Out to Lunch are the Mega Man and Mega Man X of of today's world. So what you're saying is the Burger Tech worked. Too well. It worked all too well. Too well. So, okay, so what do you think about this? So in Burger Time, you're being chased by hot dogs and eggs. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but in this game, the sentient food, they're like mushrooms. They're like wheels of cheese. I would would call them lesser lesser food forms. Well, lesser food forms or like in order to cull all all the GMO, we had to go back to more real foods. Real foods. More more real base or healthier or crafted foods. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, yeah. No, I, it, makes all, it, all, it makes a lot of sense. Oh, it, oh, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm, no, I follow. <laughs> I'm, as, as Chandra is to Oddworld fiction, clearly I am into the out-to-lunch fiction. I do see your yeah. pages and pages. So much. Of out-to-lunch fiction that you've written. Mm-hmm. It, it is impressive. <laughs> I hope that you decide to publish it one day. Maybe. Maybe. Because <laughs> uh, this game, I liked it. I just, um, I found that it got a little tedious because it doesn't, it does not stray like at all from the core formula. And every level, it has increasing, some increasing complexity, but it's it's still pretty much the same thing sort of over and over again. And sort of a, I mean, I say that thinking like, because Mario's the same thing over and over again. You're just jumping over shit. But for some reason, I found this more tedious. <laughs> so. 
I like this game a lot. I liked I like it when a game does this, uh, where it uses this model, where it's like, here's the first level of the game. So you got to figure out that you got to capture these ingredients. Great. You got that figured out. Wonderful. Next level. We're going to add a, le- a level of complexity to it. Um, so now you have to, uh, now we're going to introduce teleporting pods where you walk mm-hmm. into a thing and you can teleport across the stage. All right. So that's neat. So each, each level, they add something new. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, next level. Here comes our big bad, um, la chef, la chef noir. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to give him a, um, a female pronoun. Um, he's not la chef. He's la chef. Well, and it's French, all the masculine, feminine, it's all, it's all. I don't understand. I, don't I am understand. so glad that I don't have to learn that as an English speaking person. Mm-hmm. Um, although, we are not David Sedaris. No, no, I don't. I don't want to assign my. I don't want to assign my nouns a gender. And I do. I think me what me talk pretty one day. That's probably my favorite book of his. I think that's probably. Yeah, I think that's probably my favorite. Yeah, have we have we really have we properly explained? Because I wondered how well we explained this game before we start talking about it. no knockout food teleport pods and people are like. What? What the fuck are they talking about? The platforming dark chef okay. bacteria. Let's, let's explain it. Uh, because it is, it's a platforming game where it's the level, because there are different, I don't want to say floors, but there are different like- Platforms? Platforms Pl- made of Brock features. <laughs> yeah, there are different platforms that you jump to Yeah, um, that are it typically um, a set width, but the height changes eventually like the stages grow longer but it's more like your standard like several screens of height and width of platforms or something at the top uh a jail at the bottom and there's this cute sentient food jumping all around they'll run from you and make like a frowny face whenever like you're onto them but you jump on them or throw pepper on them or flour Mm mm-hmm Okay, and because I thought that F was a P, sure wore my glasses. <laughs> and then, or you can also get hot sauce and have fire breath to roast them. Mm-hmm. And then you put them in a sack, and you go to wherever the jail cell is. There's a number at the top of the screen that tells you how many things you have to capture. Mm-hmm. And how then once you fill up the the jail cell with food, yeah, a doorway like. The Dark Tower's drawing of the three, just like this interdimensional doorway pops open. Subspace. And you step through. Yeah, subspace superhighway. <laughs> yep, and that takes you to the next level. Yeah, and you go from country to country, essentially, like you start off in Switzerland. Yeah, so you got to do like eight stages in Switzerland, and then you go to, um, I think, the next stage is the West Indies, uh, which mm-hmm. we know as Jamaica. Mm-hmm. But in 93, it was the West Indies, as you know. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> that. Uh, there's some other countries uh, that you go to later. I gotta tell you though, um, I didn't make it to any of those because I know you go to Greece eventually. Yes, and Greece you can get the Golden Fleece. There are, I think, there are four countries okay. total. Period. Just four. We countries. just know yeah, that it goes four. to all the countries in the world. All yeah. four of them. One of them is not France. S- Switzerland, <laughs> Switzerland, Greece, West Indies, and we're in the United States, the United States. There's, there are no more countries, four countries, that's it. <laughs> Paul over there in England, it's made up, it's made up. We know you're in the West Indies, whatever. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen England? No. Well, as, far no. As, as far as you know. Only in exist. movies, so I assume it's just special yeah. effects. Just like the moon landing. <laughs> <laughs> 
You still listening, Kyle, creator of Emily is Away? <laughs> you still listening, buddy? You still with us? <laughs> well, we, just, we, like, we like to have full history here. Geography, history, it's what we do. It's fun. It's good for us. We enjoyed your game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's the game. That's essentially it. Mexico is Trump's like 1984 country that we're always at war with. No one sees it. It's made up. It's fun. <laughs> Going to build a wall. We're at war with them. They're awful. We hate them. Let me president. Okay. <laughs> but eventually they started incorporating the, I thought they were amoeba, but they're bacteria that mm-hmm. will try to eat you. And it's pretty easy to get hit if you're not just right timing your jumps and your Stuffing people in your sack. Looks like a pillowcase. And it will turn the food against you. It'll turn the ingredients against you. Oh, okay. It'll taint them like bacteria, and they will... Um, so, like, the cheese will turn into a ghost cheese. Mm, mm. Ghost cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will try to hunt you down. Um, the food can hurt you anyway. Uh, if you touch it without um, stunning it first by jumping on it or throwing flour on it or burning it with hot sauce breath, um, it'll stun you. And anytime you're stunned in the game, any f- ingredients that you're holding, um, you will lose and they'll start running away from you. You have uh. to recollect them again, which I think is brilliant because it adds this level of strategy to the game where you have to decide, do I want to try to get catch all the ingredients and then put them in the cage? Or do I want to try to catch maybe half of them, put them in the cage, and then go look for the rest? Because you're on a timer, like a timer, and it's a fast timer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you are you aren't given much leeway. Um, and once the timer reaches zero, um, you got to start the stage over again. Mm-hmm. You lose a life and you start the stage over again. Um, I think that... <laughs> then they add another level of co- uh, complexity to it with um, Le Chef Noir. Because what mm-hmm. he will do is, um, he, when he appears, he will go to your cage, where if you have any ingredients in a cage, he will go to the cage, and he will open the door, and he will take one ingredient. So that's not a big deal. Him taking one ingredient away isn't a huge deal. But what's a much bigger deal is he leaves the door open, uh, and the ingredients will eventually all leave the cage yeah. and, and wander off. Um, so now, all of a sudden, you've got this dilemma where it's like, well, if I, if I catch a bunch of ingredients and I get stunned, I might lose those ingredients. However, if I catch a bunch of ingredients and then deposit them into the cage, Le Chef Noir is just going to roll up and he's going to open the door and I might lose those ingredients anyway. So it's kind of cool because now it's all of a sudden, like what makes a game fun um, is just the choices that you're presented with. Yeah. So I love it when, you're, when you have multiple options uh, to do to achieve a specific goal. Because honestly... Either of those decisions could be the correct decision, depending on how you play the game. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're good at not getting stunned, then don't deposit those ingredients in the cage. If you're better at um, hurting Le Chef Noir, which you can um, use the hot sauce to breathe fire on him and and kill him. Um, just straight, just just burn him with fire to death. Just murder that other chef. <laughs> He's just. Yeah, it's like an escalation, right? Of like cr- of crime, because like he is just like 
just burglary. That's what he's mm-hmm. about. He mm-hmm. just wants to destroy your career and steal your stuff. Not even not robbery, just burglary. He's not, yeah. he's not no, hurting no, no, he's you. He's not armed. He's yeah. not yeah, he's not gonna harm you. Um but yeah. Which I didn't really know the difference until I watched Ant Man the other day. So I was like, I Oh, burglary and robbery, Man. okay. Uh but I had a dream I watched it. Does that count? Yeah. Okay. It totally I, does. I I legitimately had a dream two nights ago that I watched Ant Man. <laughs> I'll I'll make you a fake movie stub, and if anybody asks you about it, you can show me. Like, no, 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 no I saw man, it. I got it. You see, I got this it. Is proof. <laughs> yeah. You guys remember when Paul Rudd called uh, Seth Green, and they came over and they played Street Fighter Two? <laughs> Yo, you don't remember that? It must be director's cut. Man, I remember that. That'd be good. That'd be real good. <laughs> um, I think the game is actually pretty brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I just wish it had a better continue system. Man, it's been a long time since like we played a random game, and one of us has really enjoyed it. I didn't think you were gonna like a random game. Super Nintendo game. Rather, I didn't hate it at all, but I just think it's. I just wasn't like. I guess I just wasn't entranced by it, like like you were. But I don't think it's a bad game. I really liked it. If I were putting together my own personal top one hundred Super Nintendo games list, this would absolutely be on it. One hundred percent. This game is so much better than some of the games that I played on IGN's list. <laughs> like this game is so much better. I'm sorry, Ramon, I really am when I say this, but this game is like so much better than Sparkster. Mm-hmm. It's so much better than Super Turrican 2. I'm sorry, Internet, that apparently loves Super, Super Turrican 2. 2. Yeah, I don't get it either. But, but this game Or all the Star Wars games. Yes, or all the Star Wars games. But I think this game has a special place in my heart because it is very much, um, it, it, it has the soul of an old school arcade game. Uh, um, it okay. reminds me a lot of Bubble Bobble, which it, this game, out, <laughs> out to Lunch is out of time, is what it feels like. It feels like this game should have been released in the 80s, um, but it's a game that came out in 1993. Mm. Um, just because it has that very arcade feel to it where it's like you have a goal and that goal is to collect ingredients and put them in a cage. They don't explain any of this, which I think is wonderful. I love that. Like that's a very like quirky eighties arcade style thing where it's just like, yeah, you're a frog. You just cross the road. What, (laughs) what do you want? What do you want from us? That's what you do. Um, or yeah, yeah, you're this, you're a yellow circle and you're being chased by ghosts. Don't ask fucking questions. Just eat the pellets. Eat, <laughs> eat, eat the smaller circles. Yeah. Eat what some people might think are your children. Eat it's your fine. brethren. Yeah. Look, they didn't evolve as fast as you. That's not your fault, is it? <laughs> Maybe you just came all over the place in this maze and now you have to clean it up before the other people get mad at you. It's fine. I think Pac-Man. Pac-Man is actually about stem cell research. <laughs> That's deep, Dave. That's deep. I'm actually gonna write a I'm actually gonna write a post about that and submit it to Crack to see what happens. <laughs> God, that is the kind of thing that they would just like eat up. I've been listening to a lot of crack podcasts lately. You have been? I have been. Because yeah. their stuff about teen rehab is like chilling to me. And I kept yeah, listening to I that. I listen to that. But at the same time, it's like how some people feel about like curb your enthusiasm, how it starts to crush your soul after a while if you just like if you binge it. That's how I feel about crack podcast. It's really? good. But man, it's just so much negativity about how the world around you is just it's evil and it's trying to it's just trying to reach out and grab you and, and just just destroy your soul. Yeah. Everything around you is terrible, is increasingly terrible, has always been terrible. And like if you never existed might have been better. Yeah. So. I like the crack podcast. Yeah. I don't get that uh, feeling, but I do get that feeling like we were having a discussion the other day, and I think I might have even said this on the show before, but like 
I can't watch Breaking Bad. Like, I just can't because it's like, it's impossible for me to watch just one episode of Breaking Bad. Mm -hmm. Like, when I watch one, the the storytelling is so good and it's so well written. Like, I'm not going to argue that. Like, it's a great show. Um, But I I can't just watch one episode. And what will happen is I'll watch four of them in a chunk. And by the time I'm done with it, I just feel awful. I just feel, like, depressed. And I just feel like, ugh, this is, I don't like this feeling. So I can't watch the show. Yeah. No, I, I totally understand that. I think really the crack podcast that got to me early on was I listened to an episode about uh, obesity and diets and like food science and food culture. And as a person who has struggled with weight and gone, yo-yoed, gone back and forth to mm-hmm. both extremes. Sure. Well, I haven't been to the fat extreme, but gone back and forth like and struggled with it. Basically listen to a podcast where it's like an hour and a half of like, no, you're fucked. No, you can't. Yeah. If you've ever, if you've <laughs> ever, the only time you were safe was before you, before you got fat. Yeah. If you've ever gotten fat once, if you've ever gotten overweight, like yeah. a few pounds ever once in your life, you're done. It's like, Fucking, that's it. Yep. <laughs> yep. You may as well, you can fight it, but you're always going to go back. You're going to get fat. You're going to get gross and you're going to die. And you're going to die early because you got fat once. Guess who thinks about that episode every day since they've lost 30 pounds? That's me. <laughs> That's me. Because it's like I had a conversation with Nikki last night where I was like, because I've, I've been sick. I haven't felt well. So it, that means I, I missed my running day yesterday. Yeah. So my world is right now a whirling maelstrom of chaos. Yeah. Where it's just like I had to tell her, I was like, don't let me get off course. Please do not let me get off course. Because I will. I know myself. Yeah. I know I will. It's very easy. It's so easy. Just like just... Once or twice, like yeah. I know. If I and if I don't have someone who's like, "Hey, did you run today?" If I don't have that, and I'm not asking for that, by the way, listeners, <laughs> I'm not asking. For Tweet that. Dave. No, 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 no. That's not your responsibility, <laughs> listener. It's fine. Uh, if I don't have that, man, that's some fucking accountability cool, there. Open I that. don't want it. See, see this horrible. I don't want it. It, it's a mimic version of Pandora's box. Nope. I and mean, you open it, it's going to eat nope. you. No, edit it out. <laughs> edit it out. I want it gone. I want it erased from history. Um, but yeah, I did tell Nikki, I was like, you got, please, please don't let me get off course. Because I f- guarantee you that I will. Mm-hmm. And I might be losing my running partner, which is like, just Ooh. that is also yeah. like making my uh, making my stomach lurch. Because they're just mm-hmm. like, oh, there's another little bit of accountability. So of course the like the the demon part of my brain is like, oh, there's no accountability, dog. You don't have to do this anymore. You don't have to do th- plus look, you hit your weight goal, man. You certainly don't have to do this. It's gotta maintain. Why don't you just yeah, just order a pizza, dog. It's gonna be fine. Just don't eat anything at all tomorrow and yeah. just eat like two pizzas today. Oh, you did it. You did oh, reward yourself. You need that reward, right? <laughs> so yeah. What? What, you want to be happy and just, like, not worry about something for, like, an hour? <laughs> no, man, fuck that. Wow, you just distilled it to, like, a sentence. Because <laughs> it's so much easier. Like, when you're dieting, yeah. it is all-consuming. It's all you think oh, about. Oh, yeah. When, and when you're not, when you're just eating whatever and just yeah. being happy with life, <laughs> yep. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. No, counting your calories, which I've been doing for six months, it mm. does like rule your life. It's it's like a it's like you're serving a master, you know. Or it's just yeah. like uh, this is how many numbers I have. <laughs> is this gonna do it? Yeah, I mean, I get like 
Oh, well, I'm not even going to go down that road about people saying that sugar is and stuff like that is more addictive than than drugs. Go down that and, road. And, I don't. I haven't heard well, about this. Well, I mean, just talk, people talking about how like food and the way food is made now with sugar, like that sugar is more addictive than heroin. So I mean, I don't see how that's that, possible, right? Yeah, I mean, everyone like I guess I think the example was like Jared Fogel. He was paid millions and millions of dollars every year. Right. All he had to do was just stay skinny. Right. That's all he had to do. Yeah. Millions upon millions yeah. of dollars could yeah. not do it. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, but when at that point you can afford personal chefs, trainers, you can afford to I mean, take take away the the struggle. Yeah. You know, and he still like went out of his way not only to fuck children and ruin his life and everyone else's lives. I'd say allegedly, but, but now he's no. he's a convicted <laughs> convicted sex offender. We like there to we say go. That. So, <laughs> but I'm, oh, did you hear? Like, I hear that he is like I don't know if this is true, <laughs> uh, but I heard that he's just packing on pounds in prison. Oh, he was big before. Like that's why they had dropped him and went with the the Olympic athletes oh, because yeah. he he'd gotten fat again before that. Yeah, you know. I hear that he is like smuggling ho-hos and stuff. <laughs> if by that you mean dicks. I'm sure that's probably happening too. Yeah. Um, which, I don't know. No comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> but, and something always sort of frustrated me on like, on Reddit, on like our fitness. Because yeah. I understand what, I see a lot of people posting on our fitness like, hey, I've got the flu. I can't work out. Does anybody know, like, do you burn more calories as your body's trying to get well? Like, how many are, there's lots of sugar in NyQuil. How will this affect me? Like, people ask lots of questions like that. And almost all the responses are always like, man, you're sick. Don't worry about it. Just recover. Just do whatever. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just like, no, man, you don't get it. Because, like, when you're sick, that, that panic sets in. That's another point where it's very easy to slip. Oh yeah. Every time I have gone on the other side other side where I've lost a bunch of weight, yeah. It's not just like me being lazy one day. It's me getting seriously ill that makes me slip and go back. I've either had surgery or like just gotten something or just gotten very very sick for weeks like when I had spinal meningitis, something like that, that makes me slip. Yeah. So well, I one hundred percent understand why people it. are panicked about that. Yeah. I I panic about it when I get sick yeah. and I'm you know trying to really diet and I've been doing really well because like, God, when you're sick and you can't exercise and you just want to feel good, uh-huh. so then you yeah then you just want to eat garbage or whatever comes to mind, whatever actually sounds good. Yeah, so. I get into this thing, man, where it's like, because um, I couldn't run yesterday i couldn't because i like i had congestion i actually called in because when i woke up i didn't know what was going on because my throat was on fire mm. turns out it was just, it's like sinus drainage because i just have i just have a bunch of congestion then it's mm-hmm. just like running down my back of my mouth down my throat mm-hmm. it's really it's it's it, i mean it sounds gross but it's mm-hmm. it, it is actually pretty gross um as a kid like whenever i was sick like that though i was like i'm gonna masturbate really well this week Really? Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> here's okay. Here's a here's a here's a well of weird knowledge about me. Um, I masturbate with lubrication, but it's not a, it's not like Astroglide, uh-huh. like saliva. Spit in my hand and go. It's fine. So as a kid, yeah. like whenever you're congested uh-huh. to have that drainage, like no. now that's even better. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. How many people are grossed <laughs> out now? Hey, hey, creative Emily is away. <laughs> Do you like that shit? 
We had a disclaimer. We meant it. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, in our disclaimer, we didn't say what we were going to talk about. Diet and exercise for 15 minutes. <laughs> hey, anybody out there who struggles will appreciate this. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I like talking about it because I fucking struggle with it myself. Like when I was a kid, like all through high school, um, I didn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have to do a damn thing. I was a really, really skinny kid. Yeah. Um, we didn't really know each other in high school, but I was like, I mean, I was a skinny kid. Uh, and then I went to college and I gained um, about 30 pounds. Yeah. Um, and ever since ever since then, it's kind of been like, damn, oh. Damn, it cracked. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. 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 So out to lunch. Out to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, gl- I'm re- very, very glad that you found your own personal like hidden gem that you liked so much. Yeah, I loved it. I really did. I love the game. I, I mean, I don't it. know how it compares to 60 Minutes European Prime goal, but... I didn't play that one, so I can't <laughs> speak. Um, I, can't, I can't really throw my opinion in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just assume that it's better, that I would like Out to Lunch better than yeah. 90 Minutes Prime Every, goal. Everybody in the United States would. Food versus soccer. Yeah, I think the United States, like everybody's going to like Out to Lunch better. It's fine. <laughs> um, let's see if I have anything else to mention. Um, the graphics I thought reminded me a lot of Kirby. Um, yeah. And I don't know if that's because food is involved. I think that like plays into it a little bit, but like, even as far as like the way that chef Pierre is, uh, animated and the way that he is drawn, um, it reminds me of like a Kirby character. Yeah. If Kirby were to be shaped into a human. Yeah. Yeah. I I see that. Like if Kirby ate. His um, final smash. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Kirby ate um, Guy Fieri. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then maybe he would look like Pierre. Probably not. Um, let's see something else. That's got God. It's that's got to be Kirby art somewhere. Kirby eats Guy Fieri and what he'd look like after <laughs> after absorbing Guy Fieri's powers. I don't understand why Kirby doesn't have his own cooking show yet. Honestly. <laughs> You think that you think that Food Network would be all about teaming up with Nintendo to do that, because like someone like someone pitches that idea, and the Food Network board has to be like, "Yeah, we've aired worse. Yeah, let's do it." Now let me put on 150 more pounds, and you just slather me up pink, and that's what we're gonna do on YouTube. We'll do our own like. I'll be. I mean, I'll be Kirby with a C, so we're not like infringing on anything. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's Kirby with a C from Mim Mimtendo. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm Kirby. I like the power-ups in this game. The power-ups reminded me of Bomberman. If you haven't noticed, I'm dropping the names of a lot of games that I like. Mm-hmm. Bubble Bobble, Bomberman, Kirby. These are all games that I like. These are all games that are like lighthearted whimsical they and they they don't make a lot of sense like it's hard to like what's the sto- much much like you dave what's the story <laughs> of what's the story of bubble bobble well there's two dinosaurs that they shoot bubbles out of their mouths uh-huh. uh they got to go save a princess you got anything else no that's it <laughs> that's all the i think story that was got. one of the chapters left out of the bible uh, yeah. so it's fine. <laughs> Uh, so the power-ups are cool. Uh, the net that you absolutely have to have to capture the escaped ingredients does not come default. You have to go find it mm-hmm. in the stage. I think that's neat. Uh, I also think that um, you have to find the flower that you use. You whip it, 
at a uh, you the whole bag, not just like a ninja trick where you like sprinkle flour or something in their <laughs> eyes. You take the whole bag and you whip it at uh, that is gonna hurt somebody. At the ingredient. That That's, is seriously gonna yeah, hurt somebody. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you've ever had a bag of flour thrown at you. I'm sure you probably have. Um, I but, mean, I could see where. I mean, yeah, see, they're gonna fuck you up. Well, there's our second YouTube video. We throw <laughs> fla- bags of flour at each other for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> And then we got we hire a third person just to eat it all. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, sweaty flour! Mm, just it just eat. Yeah, we call it tadpog roux. Great. <laughs> we just we actually just buy a chihuahua and it licks all the flour <laughs> off of our bodies. <laughs> that's, uh, that's yeah. That's our us playing our our real life play of out to lunch where we throw flour at each other and then get naked and just lay on my garage floor and have a dog lick all the flour off of us speaking of which why is it mega 64 done an episode on out to lunch <laughs> man that'd be a good one like with the dark like the chef the chef noir yeah both running around like there's this big cage of people dressed as food <laughs> je suis la jeune chef noir <laughs> Uh, so there's hot sauce, which you mentioned, which mm-hmm. replaces the flour. So when you pick up hot sauce, uh, you can no longer throw a flour. What you do instead is is breathe fire, mm-hmm. like a chef dragon. Yeah, you look like the dragon from Kung Fu that breathes fire. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then there's another power-up that which can replace the flour or the hot sauce. I don't know if you ever found it. It's the spoon, the wooden spoon. No. Uh, which, unless I'm missing something is worthless because it is like you take the spoon, you grab it, and you're like a six-year-old boy. Um, you're like Peter Pan. You're using – you use the wooden spoon like an epe, like you're fencing <laughs> with it. And the range on it is like two pixels from your body. Ugh. So it's like you have to Ugh. get like right up on whatever ingredient you're it's trying like to It's like the real out. range of a spoon. So it if is, you were using exactly. It. <laughs> it is. It's like the real range of a spoon, it, like IRL. And uh, what happens is, like, it makes it such a chore, and it, like, makes it suspenseful because it's like, oh, I got to get it right up on this onion. Oh, shit, 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 shit. It's going to stun me. Um, and what's Oh, I got to get right up on this onion. <laughs> it's going to stun me. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, what is crazy is I, I found the spoon, like, it was in a hidden area, and I was like, Oh man, this is gonna oh, be man. badass. This is gonna be amazing. And then it was like just the shittiest power up. So there has to be some kind of like hidden potential to it. Like yeah. maybe it I was gonna say maybe it like reflects projectiles, but I don't think a projectile has ever shot at me. Mm. So I don't know. Um or I wonder if it could knock out bacteria if you hit bacteria with it or Maybe because like I know the flower doesn't have any effect on yeah. the bacteria. Um, I think that the that the the flame breath does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe the spoon. Maybe just whip that whip that bacteria up in a little uh, <laughs> little street mm. fight. I don't know. Um, there are cleats that you get which help you uh, move on the snow in Switzerland. So uh, stuff like that reminded me of Bomberman, where it's yeah. like these are not power ups that you have to pick up to finish the level by any means. But like if you do find them, if you do get them. Um, then they're really super helpful. Um, there is a two-player mode, which oh. is disappointing. Um, I it's it's two-player mode like Super Mario Brothers is two-player mode where it's just switch off. Oh, so it's mm. alternate. It's essentially alternating one player. Yeah. Um, 
So that's kind of a bummer because I think that this game could be a lot of fun multiplayer. And I've got an idea. Mm -hmm. If there are any game developers out there listening, hint, hint. Emily is away. Come on. Come on, man. Hear me out. You got your next hit. Come on, man. I got your next hit right here. If you want to partner up with me, look, I won't even sell this idea. I'll get in. I want to get in as a partner on this. Here's what I want. I want out to lunch, but I want it to be online multiplayer. And here's what I want. One person plays Chef Pierre. Everybody else plays an ingredient that he has to catch. And uh, if he doesn't make it in time, if he doesn't catch all the ingredients in time, uh, it switches. It rotates. Someone who played an ingredient now plays Chef Pierre, and everybody else plays an ingredient. So the, <laughs> the goal is to play as Chef Pierre as long as possible. Mm. Um, also, if you don't like that idea, mm -hmm. Tyler, I mm -hmm. think your next Little Fears game should be where we all play ingredients – and a sadistic, oh. uh, demonic chef is after us. And that's a good idea. So we could do the if you're willing to run the out to lunch uh, <laughs> little beers game. <laughs> I think you could pull it off. So I'd be fine with seeing a where one of you is Chef Pierre and one of you is Chef Noir, Ooh, and it's I like that too. competing to try and grab food and take it to your respective jail. That's interesting. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Um, Everyone, so now we're now we now we can be like in an actual Bomberman multiplayer situation where you mm. everyone controls a chef. And there's yeah. four chefs, and there's a limited amount of ingredients. So you go out and grab the ingredients, and then once you because then you're trying gone, to stun each other and steal yeah. your ingredients from each other. Yeah, yeah. and then you can steal them from the, their own. Cages. Unlock the cages. Mm, so you have, God, to, play, like you have to play defense, but at the same time going out and trying to get the ingredients. Yeah, I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. Let's see. We talked about hot chefs briefly. Mm -hmm. At the end of the game, when you die, there's hot a scoreboard chefs. that says hot chefs, and I love it. Because <laughs> I think one of them, like one of the names is like Fat Don or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, who do you think is the hottest chef? Uh, Lichard. Lichard? Lichard. It's Richard, who has become a lich, uh -huh. therefore he is Lichard. <laughs> oh, you mean Lichard. Lichard. <laughs> Lichard. The French Charizard. Lichard. <laughs> I think this was a good game. I wish that I would have known about this game when I was a kid. I'm, I'm very glad you enjoyed it. Because uh, I would have played it uh, for a long time. I don't think that it is a perfect game. I think it has flaws for sure. But this is a game that I that I probably would have taken the time to beat yeah. as a kid. If Ryan, I mean, and if not for Ryan picking up on a lark and telling me about it, then we wouldn't have known about it had we eventually gotten to the O's in the Super Nintendo list. Yeah. God knows when, so... Uh, yeah, Ryan, I'm super glad that you picked it up, dude. I really am. Because like you, like if you hadn't picked it up, I wouldn't know about this game. I'm, I don't know how it was marketed. Like I'm sure it didn't sell well. Um, I never heard of this game. Um, and I was really into video games as a kid, like at this time, you know? What? So I don't know. Kind of bummed out. that I feel like this is going to sound stupid, but I feel like Out the Ledge didn't get a fair shake. Don't I'd never, ever heard of it, so... I guess it just got sort of lost in the just the immense amount of platformers on the Super Nintendo, most of which were backed by TV or movie or things like yeah. that. So a completely independent, not franchise licensed platformer just sort of got lost in the shuffle. And I think that Mindscape was known for making educational games. So uh, I think that probably hurt it as well because I think it could easily be dismissed as um, an educational game. 
because it kind of has a it's not a violent game it's a weird game um but it like because it's non-violent i feel like it kind of has that people educational kids yeah. safe kind of kind of game but it's totally kid safe um, yeah. I mean, other than the weird construct that is the game <laughs> where you're imprisoning Unless ingredients. Unless kids start worrying about eating all foods, they're all life forms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the game was great until my child started crying at dinner every time. Every night. <laughs> Not even veganism could save him yeah. from, his, from his shame. I had to explain, no, no, this food didn't have a face. This food that you're eating didn't have a face or a name. <laughs> he goes through and like your weeping child in the middle of the night draws faces on everything in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, I don't know if you've experienced this, but I've already getting like twinges of guilt now when it's like, um, when it's time for dinner and we're feeding Henry chicken and we tell him it's chicken. Like I can't, he point, he has a book that's got a chicken in it. And when we told him he was eating chicken, he pointed at the chicken in the book and it's like, Oh God, we all are murderers, aren't we? <laughs> So that you're going to have to buy him a chicken yeah. and then slaughter it in front of him so he or understands. He, no, he has to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he has to know the pain. That, He's big enough to wield an axe. Yeah. It's fine. Well, it's small. A cleaver. He can handle a cleaver. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. That's my that's my whole take on food. Do you have any achievements? I do have achievements. Um, I have several. I had one that doesn't even make sense now, so. <laughs> you want to go ahead and do it? Uh, it was called No Spinderella, uh-huh. and that was when you throw, you have to pepper <laughs> 10 enemies. So. <laughs> that still makes sense. <laughs> uh, I have a few achievements, uh, and I love my first achievement because it like totally just just smooth, slides right on in next to yours. Are you ready for it? Uh-huh. It's called... Now you're playing with flower, super flower. Uh, in order to unlock, now you're playing with flower, super flower. You need to stun the man-eating bacteria uh, with flower. Mm. Uh, my second achievement is bork 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 bork. And in order to unlock <laughs> bork 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 bork, you have to complete the eight stages in Sweden and move the fuck to another country. Mm. Swedish chef, that's a Swedish nice. chef joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my third and last. I thought achievement. it was an Icelandic joke. Bjork 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 bjork. bjork. <laughs> In order to unlock that achievement, I need to make eight weird videos that no one understands. <laughs> you need to go outside and scream <laughs> until someone acknowledges you. Uh, you need to dress up like a teddy bear. Wear a goose. <laughs> <laughs> wear a t- wear a tafus. <laughs> My last achievement, Tyler, is called Nothing But Net. And in order to in order to unlock Nothing But Net, you need to capture all the ingredients for a stage using only the net. No flour, no hot sauce, just net. Mm. Can't stun them. You just gotta. You just gotta catch them with the net. That's it. Pretty good. I don't have, believe it or not, I don't mm. have YouTube comments because there were YouTube comments for the very few videos <laughs> of Out to Lunch, but most of them were like just super regular comments. So I remember this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most of them were very like, oh, this looks like a this looks like a game that I missed. There were no, like, all of them were, like, well thought out and, like, typed properly. I played this game when I was little. I didn't like it very much. I played it again now, and I think it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, very much. You nailed it. So I don't have that. Um, I do have a couple questions for you. Okay. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game 
a beard mm-hmm. that sums up mm-hmm. how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? Well, I went to culinary school. I don't remember his last name, not that I would say it, but with this kid named- Ryan Edwards. Ryan Edwards. <laughs> with a, a kid named Aaron. Um, Aaron was, uh, he was nice enough, kind of standoffish, uh, but for someone in culinary school, clearly for someone who'd already mastered how to cook, I don't know why he was there. Like, he knew what he was doing. Just to show off? Yeah, I mean, it's not like he was, like, brilliant or anything, but he was just, so many people there were just super cocky. Like, why, I mean, it's like, unless you're here to learn, why are you, why are you even in school? Why do you act like you know everything? And I remember having, um... Well, I, it wasn't. I was at the table behind this encounter where he was chopping up a mango, I think, to make uh, like mango sorbet for something in, in a class. And he was cutting the mango wrong. What an idiot. I know. Can you, can you believe it? Can you believe this like 19 year old white kid just has no idea how to deal with a mango? And he's cutting it, and another student comes up to him. He's like, Oh, I could. Oh, I could show you uh, a quicker way to do that. And I just watched this, like Aaron trying to not just scream at the guy to fuck off, but at the same time, like it maintained this cocky attitude. He was like, "No, dude, I got this. No, that's no, fine." And he's like, "Well, no, I mean, I know it's just like I just learned this the other day from the chef. No, what you need to do is like, dude, dude, I'm fine. I can cut the mango. Thanks." And the guy was just like looking. The other kid was looking at him, just like, "Okay, but." I mean, there's a better way to do. It. So I'm, I know what I'm doing. I'm fine. You can just go away. Thank you. This ended in an educational stabbing, didn't it? <laughs> well, eventually, to like, I'll cut you like a mango, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll take out your core. Till eventually, like, then Aaron finally had to just like sort of quiet, like Jacob angry, get in the guy's face, you know, before he'd like, fine man. I remember he just the other guy held up his hands, like, fine man, waste your time. Get a zero on this assignment because you won't you won't listen to how to do something better. Whatever. Share, share Jacob angry with us. I don't think I don't think we've heard it yet because it's it's a very quiet and controlled rage. So he would just like you need to listen to me. I know what the fuck I am doing. So you need to back off right now because I'm gonna cut this mango the fucking way I want to cut this mango. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever whenever Jacob has the quiet controlled rage, yeah. rage he is truly angry at you. <laughs> But so I have to give it Aaron's Aaron's goatee. Aaron's goatee. So it was like it was it was talented and worthwhile, but at the same time, it just has some flaws that are holding it back. Okay, some cocky flaws. Some cocky flaws. Yeah, I picked that up from this. Cocky, game. cocky flaws. <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> if you're gonna give this game, I don't know an Adam Sandler CD. Which Adam Sandler CD would you give it? And why is it everybody's laughing at you? The the screen of Tollbooth Willie. (laughs) (laughs) If you you were to give this game a pair of glasses, what kind of glasses would you give it? I'd have to give it the pair of specialty glasses that prevent you from crying when you're cutting onions. Uh, Does that exist? It does. They don't work great. So, like, good purpose, good intent. They look kind of silly. They don't work very well. So, fundamentally, nice but flawed. Okay. There is a trick to, like, the tears with onions, There's right? a lot of different tricks. Do any of None them of work? The, not 100%. Okay. Like, burn a candle, yeah. chew gum. Yeah. I mean, they all they all work to some degree, but not, like, perfectly. Isn't there, like, I've heard one where it's like, 
you cut it differently and like it you have to have a suit a super super sharp knife yeah because like whenever you break the cell walls the gas is released that reacts with your eyes and okay you cry. that's probably what i so heard. like a dull knife is gonna make you're gonna squish it more and have more juice and gas come out gotcha. than like a really sharp knife gotcha but um also I used, I used to create like because we would have to i'd have to get on the meat slicer at work and i would get a bunch of onions and slice them super thin Oh, that would fuck me up so bad. Like, I'd have to, like, take a half-hour break after that to just empty out. Empty out all the snot and tears and everything that would just accumulate in me. And in order to even get... If I had a bunch of onions to cut, I would have to craft, like, a Cyclops-type visor of saran wrap. (laughs) Where I would wrap my eyes in the saran wrap and then make two saran wrap ropes to tie it off on the top and tie it off on the bottom. You need some double-dare goggles is what you need. Yeah. Well, see, I remember one time, like, I had to cut onions for a long time, and I had my Cyclops visor in place. But this, I did it for so long, the gas and everything still got to my eyes. By the time I was done, it was like, because it was watertight on my face, my tears had half filled it up with water. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Like standing tears in my oh. Cyclops saran wrap mask. That sounds horrible. It was. <laughs> I, I want to correct myself. Uh, the name of that Adam Sandler CD. I don't know why. I listened to this like a billion times in middle school is uh, they're all going to laugh at you. Not whatever I said uh, earlier. Um, I think I think that's his best. I do. There was that. And then I remember the one after it. Um, I cannot remember the name of it, but it was pretty okay. And then after that, uh, everyone in the world started hating Adam Sandler. So I stopped listening to his CDs. And that's a, a weird memory because I when I heard this I went what the fuck because cause what in, the hell happened to me I think is the name of the second one so thank you. <laughs> there you go you're <laughs> that of course so we I learned about Emily is away from Brandy Gatsby's daughter right because in that same like conversation where she tells me about this she was telling me about it and then like she started like singing a song to herself before I picked up on what it was. And Piece she was, of shit car. You're not totally wrong because she was going mm, at a medium pace. And I was like, how? How in the fuck do you know about that song? And do you know what it means? Like you're talking about shoving a shampoo bottle up your ass at a medium pace. You're 13 and it's 2016. <laughs> Do you know how many <laughs> bottles of shampoo Adam Sandler shoved up his ass before you even heard this song? You, were, you, you weren't even born when he was shoving shampoo bottles up his ass. <laughs> Do you even know about Stop Looking at Me, Schwan? <laughs> Do you even know? <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you for telling us about the game. <laughs> Italy is away because the developer's listening now and we just, mm-hmm. we really want to impress him. Yep, yep. Because, <laughs> hey, you know about that? One of my friends, saw it. it's like, he sings it all the time and played it for us. I was like... <laughs> Your friend must have like an older brother right on that cause. Probably a dad. Or a, oh, a dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're Probably right. Probably a dad. Yeah. Because honestly, yeah. if a kid came over to my house right now and was like, uh, what are these round things in this binder? <laughs> uh, this guy looks like he's funny looking. I don't know. <laughs> you got any <laughs> tunes to listen to? You bet I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it's more of an uncle move. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've got one more question for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you were to buy this game on Amazon, how much do you think you'd pay for it? Well, I, I know Ryan was looking for cheap games, okay. so I'm going to say $7. Tyler, actual retail value 
of Out to Lunch for the Super Nintendo used at the time of this recording is $7.99. You're within a yeah. dollar. All right. You get to spin the big wheel twice, my friend. <laughs> oh, man. You want to take some calls? I think we have enough time we can take a few, yeah. Take a couple? All right. A few or a couple. It's a very important distinction. Depending on, uh, depending depending on, the, on the calls. Yeah, the answers. If it's, gotcha. if it's Phil's question last time where you have to spend 10 minutes, then, then one. one. <laughs> Thank you, Phil, by the way. That's a great question. All right, let's see. Scrolling through, scrolling through. We got a lot of calls, so I'm glad we're taking more calls at the end of episodes now. Maybe we can catch up. I'm not saying I want to catch up. I like having some in the bank. That's a good feeling. But it is tough to like, because I have to slide through a screen, and then they load, and then I got to slide, and then they load. That's what's taking me so long. Apologies. Here we go. Here is a call from 773. And Google Translate, uh, something hilarious, which I think mm-hmm. was our stinger uh, for last episode. This is the first sentence. Hey, guys, this is Timbo Large. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think this is from uh, I think this is from Chris Edler. I'm not positive. Let's see. I call him Timbo Large sometimes. Hey, guys, this is uh, Pinball Archmage Chris. It's about uh, 1.30 in the morning. I'm about halfway between Chicago and St. Louis, driving home for my league tonight. And I'm just trying to stay awake, so I figured I'd give you guys a call. Um, just want to say thanks again for letting me on a couple weeks ago. That was a really fun time, yeah. good experience, been telling everybody about it. And uh, I have taken a few of your business cards you guys gave me and put them around a few of the video game stores in St. Louis. Thank you. And a little arcade I found in uh, McLean, Illinois, on, on the way up to Chicago today. I put a couple of your business cards out there, too. So trying to spread the word. Uh, other thing is... Uh, after being on the show with you guys, it kind of gave me a kick in the pants to get on your wiki page and start uh, updating some information and adding some more info on the wiki page. So uh, Phil has done a very nice job setting everything up on there. He's got a really good template that breaks down each show, and he's done a lot of updating like the first 50 episodes or so. So uh, after being on the show, I felt like I should uh, get on that wiki page and try to help Phil out and add some more information and stuff on there. So I've been slowly trickling new info on the witch page when I have slow nights at work. So, uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's all I have. No questions or anything. I just wanted to I give a good reason to bring up the witch page next time you guys have a uh, all-call show so you can encourage some of the new listeners that are obsessive to get on there and add some information. Uh, anybody can do it. You can just click on there. You don't have to have a login or be Phil or whatever. You can just, anybody can get on there and add info and update shows and stuff. So, I, uh, that's all I know, man. You guys keep doing what you're doing. I love you. I'll talk to you later. Bye. We love you too, Chris. We love you and thank you. And you're amazing on many, many levels. Yep. Yep. We're glad that you're listening and thank you for the call. Um, Tyler, I haven't talked to you about this yet. Mm -hmm. I haven't talked to anyone about this. Just a thought that I just now had. Um, I killed myself, kill you and then myself. That's what we're going to do. I did bring a very large (laughs) knife in my bag. (laughs) So I really, I'm not saying I need your consent. I just need you to know what's going to happen in the next few minutes. (laughs) You have already arranged blankets to protect the blood spatter around the room. Yeah. You know what? If like, I, this is the shittiest Dexter kill room ever. If I, I, (laughs) with with our recording table and everything, if I did murder you and then myself right now, (laughs) I would love to hear what the cops say when they enter the room. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, well, clearly, 
Uh, there's blankets all over the room. Uh, I guess that one wanted to fuck that one. Uh, he wasn't into it. And then he stabbed him. And then... They had this large piece of cardboard with the depiction of both of them on it in the room. Clearly, so they, they were narcissists. Clearly, they thought they were cartoon characters, and this wouldn't kill them. All right. Here, oh, these two little figures of them with giant dicks. <laughs> Something weird was going on here, Larry. Yeah. We checked the bodies. Can confirm both very small. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else. <laughs> so I have this thought right now. I want to get Chris back. If, yeah. I, if, if Chris, if you will come back, what I would love to do, cause, um, clearly we're going to run into Genesis games on the new list mm-hmm. that we've already talked about because we've already done them for the SNES. Yeah. So we've been talking about what to do, what to fill those gaps with. What I'd love to do is get Chris in if he's available and talk about pinball games specifically for the Genesis. Oh, that's a good idea. And the reason I say that is because I really want to talk about Sonic's pinball because oh, I man. played the shit out of Sonic's oh, pinball man. in middle yeah. school. So I don't know. Chris, are you up for it? Let us know. If you're if you're up for it, we can arrange it. I mean, let's let's do it. I loved I loved the episode that Chris was on. I yeah. think it's one of our most best people episodes. did. Yeah. Like I wasn't I guess everyone did. I've never heard a negative thing no. about it, just lavish no. praise. Yeah. So Thanks for thanks again for coming on, Chris, and uh, and for updating the wiki page. Yeah. like I know we started that started late in the game, so that's like that's a monumental project. Yeah, especially like as Phil is set up, like I mean, man, it is impressive. Like the detail that goes into every episode and everything that people have done on the wiki page is awesome. Yeah, so still, it's amazing. It's but it's looking at it is just staggering. Easy to get overwhelmed by trying to do every episode, like. First 50 are done, and we're on like 313, 314 now. So it's just, it's a huge undertaking. Mm-hmm. So everyone in the Tabot Edge is still working on that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a, fucking amazing. Thank you very much. If uh, you want to contribute to that, listener, uh, I will have a link to the Tadbog wiki in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like Chris said, uh, feel free to edit it. I mean, you can put all kinds of. Falsified information. Just weird, in there just if you weird shit on to. there. It's fine. I'm I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as they're positive things yeah. about us. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> or if they're negative, but like funny. It's fine. Okay. All right. All right. All right. On board. Okay. Uh, we can take one more. I think do one more. One more. Uh, I think we got another call from. I think we got another call from Chris. Um, I hope it's him letting us know he got to he arrived at his destination <laughs> safely. <laughs> Hey guys, uh, just so you're not worried, it's 3.30 and uh, I did make it home. <laughs> night, uh, I listened to the Sky Blazer on the way home. So, uh, oh. yeah, now I'm going to bed. All right, bye. Goodbye, That's Chris. great. That was great. Thank you for calling. We were worried, as you could tell. We're your video game parents. We were worried. I'm glad you made it home <laughs> We're your video game parents. <laughs> I'm going to change our Twitter bio to that right now. <laughs> we're your video game parents. <laughs> We're your, we're your weird video gay video game uncles. That's what we do. <laughs> you want to do one more? We got time for one more? Yeah, we got one call more. It? That was pretty short. All right. Thanks again, Chris. Here is a call from 203. Oh, my bad. This is actually a weird... Okay, this is a text message. <laughs> uh, I might have one of those s- weird silent voicemails. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, I believe this is from... I believe this, this is from James L., Ah, sent you a location called work view location using ways. W a Z E. 
This might be this might be spam. I don't recognize the <laughs> website this is going to. The website, the URL is waze.to. Say, so, well, James is in, let's see, California. So he's trying to tell us where like a portal is. Yeah, I'm and James Because Waze like the Waze from the Wheel of Time. I don't know. Who knows? I'm sorry, but my phone was invented um, around the same time as the Bible, so I can't actually follow the link. I tried clicking on it, and it's like it's not doing anything. So um, allow me to follow up maybe next episode, um, or I'll just post. I tell you what, here's what I'll do. You're, are you at work? Are you bored? Are you? Do you want to play Russian roulette with your job security? I will put the URL <laughs> to James L's link in the show notes. I'm doing it right now. Um, and if you feel like checking it out when you're bored, uh, you can, it might be porn. I don't know. It might, it might install, uh, uh the worst virus known to man. I will, I will ask you yeah, the way Z virus. I will ask James, like, did you send us something? Did you send us something in February? Did you, send us, did you text us in February something about locations? Nah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Mm-mm. All right. That's it. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. So to miss the next episode, we should be, if everybody's well, hopefully everybody is, we'll be talking our our episode retrospective about everything Little Fears, for the Little Fears game. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, that's what we'll be doing. I'm not sure about the following Wednesday. We'll have to see. And you know what we still love? Five-star iTunes reviews. Mm-hmm. We need them. We love them. We're almost almost to 150 now. We're getting close. We're almost halfway to the num- We're still a little less than almost than halfway to the total number of episodes. So, so Star still Wars fa- is not still in far away from Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> Unless somebody wants to like just start paying like a hacker to get in there and give us a ton of five star reviews, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> uh, so please go to find us on iTunes. Subscribe. Get the show a five star rating. Write a review. If there's a guest host you want for an episode, a game you want us to play, a Patreon request. Whatever that is, include it in your written review, and we promise we will get to that eventually. eventually. Don't worry, guys. Like Tyler said, we're going to be back. We're going to be talking about something. Uh, in the meantime, you can always find us on tadpog.com. That's where the show notes live. Um, you can find us. Actually, I tell you what, uh, that James L. link, that's not going to be in there. It looks like it's some <laughs> kind of shared drive. <laughs> so I don't want to, mm. I don't want a whole bunch blow of Blow him up. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't, uh, well, let's not blow up James's uh, bandwidth. Okay. Sorry. We're going to be back. Uh, in the meantime, you can always find us on tadpog.com. That's where the show notes live. You can find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash tadpog. There's a lot of cool people there doing a lot of cool shit. Guys, thank you so much for leaving your comments there. Um, that is the uh, the best way to leave us feedback for a particular episode. Um, so I really do. I love like just seeing the conversations that go on there. Um, if you would like to, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at Tadpog underscore podcast. It's cumbersome, I realize. Uh, thank you to everybody who is retweeting us, especially our episode announcements, because that uh, really helps spread the word. Um, and thank you if, if you are, are tweeting at uh, game developers um, mm-hmm. whose games we've covered on the show <laughs> that is really going to make me nervous in the future. Uh, <laughs> thanks for doing that, too. Uh, not Ryan not Ryan Edwards, Ryan Walters. Or if you want to tweet, like, just push through the episode. Push the skip the MRE stuff. Just get to the actual content of the yeah. episode. We promise it'll be okay. Yeah, or like lead with, this is kind of weird, but. 
<laughs> oh man uh you can find us on patreon hey did you like what we did here today i hope that you did um if you liked it enough to give us money uh, and you would like to do that thing you can do that thing uh if you're a very wealthy individual in evansville uh why not give us a whole bunch of money the trust funds locked up now though i mean i realize his job. i realize you're living on a meager one hundred and ten thousand dollars a year salary but hey i'm just saying if you if you can find if you can find just a little bit uh, that you feel like you you're burdened with if you're burdened with money and you need to get rid of it uh, we'll launder that for you allegedly uh, at <laughs> <laughs> patreon.com please don't use our Patreon in money laundering <laughs> schemes we promise it's gonna work out <laughs> uh, I mean so what you do is you take the money that you got illegally. <laughs> And you donate it to us on Patreon, and then that's it. Like, money doesn't come out for you or anything. It's you, just you might get we, 90% of it back. We, we don't know. We just have it now. <laughs> <laughs> and when the FBI comes and asks us where we got the money, we'll just don't worry. We'll just be like, uh huh. Patreon, man. Uh huh. You know how it goes. And then the FBI be like, yeah, okay. All right. It's fine. <laughs> we get it. Tony will be like, no, it's, yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> So thank you very much to the people who already donate, who already use our money laundering services. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, and if you'd like to join We're, them, we're like the ATM, the uh, the swamp ATM in Earthbound. <laughs> Whatever the amount you withdraw will be exactly the amount I charge. <laughs> so if you want to be uh, one of the awesome people who donates to us, uh, visit us at patreon.com slash dadblog. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. If you want to send us something, uh, please send it to Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. We have one package remaining, so we might have to get back to uh, less humorous intro stories until we start getting more creative packages in. I don't know. Yeah, don't just gotta make up, we just got to make up stories. You want to make this show better? Give us stuff. <laughs> send us, mail us things. <laughs> want to make this free thing better? <laughs> give, give us stuff. <laughs> Oh, uh, see, our we have a um, Instagram, so that's mm-hmm. Tadpog underscore podcast, and our theme song is moved by Sycamore Drive. Link to that truck can be found in the show notes at tadpog.com. I have to close this out, Dave. Um, like Le Chef Noir. Okay. So until next time. France. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh, this is not a fun thing. I've decided right here on the spot. This is not a fun thing, and I don't give a shit about it anymore. Were you watching the chat during yeah. that whole thing? Like, yeah. they're having fucking meltdowns. Yeah. Like, what's Dave do? Watch his tactic. <laughs> I don't think he cares. No, I don't know. I wouldn't count him out. He's doing something.